Welcome back to the Self-Care Bestie podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, and I'm so thankful that you're here today. Today, I'm going to be talking about one of the questions I get most as a therapist. People always ask me, what are the best ways to prevent anxiety? So now, again, as a therapist, I get this question a lot, and for good reason. No one likes to feel anxious. It's just so darn unpleasant. Regardless of age, gender, or station in life, anxiety is the number one thing my clients seek my help for. So as such, I wanted to do a podcast episode about the best ways you can prevent anxiety. Although I suppose I should start by stating the obvious, not all anxiety is preventable. In fact, I actually did an entire hour-long webinar on this subject not long ago, and one of the main takeaways was that it's impossible to prevent anxiety entirely. This life is full of uncertainty, full of ups and downs. So despite that, there are definitely things I always encourage people to do to prevent anxiety from becoming a major problem in their life, as opposed to the day-to-day worries that are common to us all. All right, I'm not just saying this because I'm a therapist. I'm saying it because it's seriously the most important thing you can do to make sure your anxiety doesn't turn into something majorly unmanageable. The best thing you can do is to get help ASAP. If you're feeling anxious or you're having trouble with intrusive thoughts, get to a therapist right away. The reason? You may be simply experiencing a stressful circumstance that you're having difficulty staying mindful through, or you may actually have something more serious like generalized anxiety disorder or OCD. I know it's not fun to think about, but those distinctions are best left to the professionals who have experience and expertise to help you determine what you have and the exact right course of action. And please, for the love of all that is good, do not Google your mental health symptoms. I'm officially stepping off my soapbox, but I had to say that. Okay, so truthfully, the sooner you know what you're dealing with, the more likely you'll be able to stop anxiety in its tracks and learn the skills necessary to get your life back on track. I know there's often a stigma around seeing a therapist or even admitting that you have anxiety, but to that I say, would you rather continue suffering or would you rather live life to the fullest, free from the anxiety that weighs you down on the regular? Yeah, that's what I thought. So also going to therapy is cool, okay? Everyone goes, I go, it's fine. If you're nervous about heading to a therapist for the first time, I want you to check out my blog post on selfcarebestie.com. It's called What Your Therapist Wants You to Know Before Your First Session. Hopefully that can help ease some of your pre-therapy anxiety. All right, tip number two, prevent anxiety by keeping busy. One of the major ways anxiety rears its ugly head is making people feel like they don't want to do anything or go anywhere. It's obviously a major bummer. But a tried and true way to keep anxiety at bay is by scheduling things you enjoy into your day, week, or month. So if you love the beach, awesome. Find time in the next month when you'll go for a walk there. If there's a restaurant in your town that you adore, perfect. Plan to eat there once in a while. It's best to plan the people that you'll hang out with and the places you'll go when you're in a good place. Because if you've been in a funk for a while, it's harder to do. So I would say try to make it a habit of looking at your planner once a week. And I think, honestly, for me, Sunday night is usually a good time for this. But penciling in a few fun activities here and there. 
Now, one of the coping skills I teach almost every single client is making a deck of coping cards. To do this, take a deck of index cards and write one thing you like to do on each card. When you find yourself with unstructured downtime, shuffle up the deck, pull out a card and do what it says. Nothing seems to trigger anxiety like boredom, so this can be a lifesaver to prevent anxiety. Okay, finally, prevent anxiety by cutting back on alcohol and caffeine. Many people mistakenly believe that alcohol will help their anxiety go away when in fact it can do just the opposite, especially if you're taking a psychotropic medication of any kind. Excessive alcohol consumption can and will interfere with your medication and prohibit them from working as effectively as they should. Now, even if you're not taking medication, drinking may make you feel better in the short term, but it ultimately will dehydrate you and leave you feeling worse than before. Caffeine consumption in excess can actually do the same thing. So while this coffee-loving girl will never recommend that you give up your java completely, perish the thought, try cutting back to one cup a day or even switching to matcha or green tea for a bit. And a good rule of thumb is this, everything in moderation is okay. Anything beyond that is gonna make you feel more anxious than before, which obviously is the opposite of what we're after. Make sure that you're drinking enough water each day, so aim for those eight glasses a day, because chronic dehydration often contributes to anxiety and depression. So I'm asking you to think about which of these suggestions do you think are the best way that you can prevent anxiety? And I'm curious, have any of them been helpful for you in the past? You know I love hearing from you, so let me know. You can find me on Instagram at self underscore care underscore bestie. And you can also find me uh, in my email, obviously, all the time at C-B-E-A-R-S-E counseling at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys, and I'm so thankful that you're here. Come on back and see me next time on the Self-Care Bestie podcast.